Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, welcome into another edition of the Financial Answer Podcast. Mark Killian back here with Nathan O'Brien, as always, talking about the world of investing, finance, and retirement here on the podcast. He is your local investor coach in the Hub City. That's where you can find O'Brien and Associates in Jackson and Huntington. And you can always check us out online at thefinancialanswer.com. Make sure you go check out the new website. We got it up. It's very cool looking, very sleek. You can check out a lot of our past radio shows as well as the new podcast. And make sure you, you subscribe, uh, you know, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all various different kinds of things, and share it on social media and all that good stuff. And Nathan, welcome in, buddy. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. Doing really good. Excited about getting this going. I'm excited about the new website. Looks good, Again, it? Check yeah. it out. Yeah, it's fantastic. You yeah. guys did a fantastic job. With oh, well, that. thank you. So, we appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. We appreciate that. I didn't know you had that ability, man. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we have a, a trick or two. We can do one or two things. But yeah, no, it's it a great website. Good. We really appreciate everybody. Uh, you know, we have good feedback so far. So make sure you share it with people who want to get their dose of Nathan, but really want to get their dose of questions and answers that we all kind of have when it comes to the final financial puzzle, if you will, that is uh, life and investing in retirement. So we try to offer those good little nuggets and hopefully you'll find something (laughs) useful. Again, check it out online at thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. And of course, you can share it there various different ways. Also, just call Nathan if you got questions, 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. All right, buddy. So in the news time. Yeah. Extra, extra, read all about it. All right, so my topic here is Bitcoin. I want to bring it back up. Right? Okay. It's 2019 okay. Yeah. now. It is. Obviously, Bitcoin was a boom it was from the thing. 17 into 18, right? <laughs> That's right. I had so many conversations so with many. clients and prospective clients oh, yeah. that were wanting to know about Bitcoin. Because and and we talked a bit about it on the radio quite a bit, too. Yeah, we did. Now, we did. you're not hearing as much about it now in 2019. So Dead silence. <laughs> it, 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 right. So I guess my question is, is the craze over... And like any sort of hot tip kind of stock, is it one of those things where, you know, buyer beware, right? You got to make sure. I guess for some people, depending on when you got in, you actually are probably still doing pretty good with Bitcoin. You may be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people bought in when it was, you know, really becoming public news. Like early 17, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So in that time frame, you know, it was getting out there some and it was still really new. And so, you know, some of the speculative, really speculative investors were jumping in at that point. And if you did, I think, you know, early 17, it was at about $900 each Bitcoin was at that point time frame. Right, right. But, uh, you know, then it jumped. It had the huge spike and well, hit that's, the, yeah, that's when you the know, news hitting took the off. news. Yeah. And yeah, it was, you know, everybody that I remember anyway, it really started talking about it at the twelve to $15,000 right. per Bitcoin. And so, because that's when everything hit. And then it jumped on up to 20 or really close to 20,000. And then the bottom fell out and yeah. you know it uh, so if you bought in at 900 i think today as of the time of this recording so. it's about 3800 yeah. yeah so you know if you bought in at 15 then you're you're down tremendously <laughs> exactly. So, exactly but if you bought in at 900 you're still okay but that is something to 
learn a lesson from. As and that's what I was going to ask you. Is that yeah. kind of the lesson of be again, always be aware of the kind of the, the craze, right? Yeah. And it, it, it always comes down with investments. You've got to consider the risk and reward with that. Yeah, you know, true. it's there. So you can absolutely take too much risk for the reward that you're expecting. And that's a, an expected reward over time. Everything is going to have really short-term volatility and can, you know, have high fluctuations, except for bonds and CDs and things like that. But, you know, look at the reward over a long time frame. And that's why, again, we didn't put any clients in Bitcoin because mm-hmm. it has no track record. It has no history to show you right. know, what's happening here and what's going on. We don't even buy publicly traded companies until they've been a publicly traded company for two years. <laughs> right. You know, so right. we can see more data on them at that point. Well, you know, I guess like anything, right, Nathan, it's if you want to dabble, if you want to <laughs> kind of have fun and Dabbling's, be out there, yeah, you yeah. know, then that's where you got to treat it as a speculative thing, that's right? right? You're talking yeah, that 5%, something you can afford to lose. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So a few thousand bucks here and there is not going to hurt your, you know, your retirement plan, but don't, you know, don't take a portion. I would say even don't take 5% of your nest egg and do something like that. Okay. Just All because, right. just because it's too speculative and, you know, I was talking to a guy the other day. Just he came in talking with me, and he was like, "I bought it." You know, at uh, I had about forty grand in it, and he said, "It's gone." You yeah. know, he said, "I have I have basically seven hundred bucks left over from oh, that." Oh, ouch! So, yeah, it was Ow. a big. You know, he had to have bought it close to the peak. Yeah, and, I was, he probably um, got in late. Yeah, you know, yeah, fifteen so or up somewhere. That's that's an expensive deal, you know. And what got him? And this is again a lesson to learn. What got him is he put a thousand dollars in it, and it turned into five thousand really quick. Well, okay? yeah, it's like it's like and being so, in Vegas, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah that's so, right. Yeah. That's right. So he was like, okay, well, if it did that, then I'm going to put you know twenty in it. Right. And so <laughs> he put another twenty in it, and it went to forty. And what kicks in then? Our greed, you yeah, know. And, and we yeah. think, well, if we just hold it, you know, and and it just fell. The bottom fell out, and he lost basically everything. At yeah, that to go point. to 19, from nineteen to thirty eight hundred is a pretty big drop. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's from at this point, at this point, he's just like, well, uh, you know, I'm not going to sell it because it's not worth anything anyway. So I'll well, just see what happens. See what happens. There you go. Well, that's, that's right. our in the news this week. Uh, the Bitcoin craze. You don't hear as much about it, but you know, depending on when you got in, you may be okay. But again, that's the lesson for us. This this week here on in the news and a real fun fact i just wanted to toss this at you i thought this was kind of funny judge judy makes 45 million dollars a year can you believe that <laughs> no i can't i'm pretty sure that that's a good not show a, but I that's not what a regular judge that. makes that's for sure no, that's right <laughs> she hit the gold mine with that that's for she? sure oh, hey that's we'll be funny. right back here on the confidence corner this is the financial answer podcast we'll be right back i like money i like knowing that i it's time for the Confidence Corner. So it is Confidence Corner time here on The Financial Answer. This is where we spend the bulk of our podcast talking about our big topic for the week. And this week, let's get lazy, Nathan. Let's get yeah. a little. Let's All get right. A little, that sounds awesome. Yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> um, look, being lazy can be fun, right? That's, it's understandable yeah, it from time to it time. Well, occasionally. I talk, that's occasionally, right. right. But uh, we all we have to go to work, right? Yes. We have, we have to get out there we and do. work a little bit. Yeah. So let's talk about when our money's lazy 
and how we can maybe put it to you know to work a little bit more. It's kind of like your teenager. You know, you can have some lazy money, and you eventually you're like, you gotta get a job. You gotta do something. Yeah, <laughs> get off the dole here. That's right, exactly. So, uh, so hit us up. What what are we talking about here? when I say lazy money, Nate. Yeah. So this is all of you know all of our safe investments, guaranteed safe, FDIC insured stuff like our check-in savings, CDs, those right. kind of things. It's right. our lazy money, and and it's our emergency funds, things like that. You know that we have setting aside. And and I've seen such a big shift, I would say, over the past six months of people are actually considering, you know, putting more money into these type of accounts because they're paying two, two and a half percent, something like that. You can see even fixed annuities now paying three and a half or four percent out there. So, right. you know, people are like, wow, I was getting point one and now I'm getting two percent. So, But if you're a, getting two, I mean, you're still losing money. Yes, that's purchasing right. Power. And it's the same as it has always been. It, right. You have to figure after inflation numbers. So, right, right. you know, there is an amount that you need in lazy money. There's some, you know, or safe money. Okay. Right. There's mm-hmm. an amount that you need for emergency funds, for operating money, things like that. That all needs to be in those type of accounts. But it just gets to a point to where, you know, you can have way too much. And I fully expect by the end of this year to see people coming in with two or three hundred thousand dollars sitting in a checking account you know again that's just that's what i see historically and that's not smart it just the money's not working for you you can have that money making some decent interest out there that's outpacing inflation if you just invest it you don't have to take a lot of risk with that but take a little bit of risk maybe and try to get a better return with it okay so you're talking two hundred three hundred thousand dollars you you can see you've seen that and, and expect to see that again so Look, I get the idea that for some people, seeing a certain dollar amount in their savings account makes them feel warm and fuzzy. Yeah, yeah I, I get right. that. Yeah. So but aside from that, what are some other reasons that people may have that lazy money? Is it mostly oh, man, just the yeah. warm fuzzies or... Ultimately, I think it comes down to that. But a lot of people, you know, got burned in the last market dip. Maybe, you know, they realized in December that they didn't like the market. And so, they, <laughs> when, you know, when it got a little uh, funky there. At the yeah, end. it did. It did. We had a pretty good decline in U.S. stocks down about 20 percent in December. So, you know, that's the biggest decline we've had since the Great Recession. Right, but, but it's yeah. but it's pulled itself back nicely. Oh, yeah, since. absolutely. I mean, it's within two or three percent of its high. So, right. yeah. Your money, if you stayed invested, which is the key to this game, staying invested over the long term. So if you stayed there, then you're back. And, you know, a lot of people in 2008 and nine, when the market was just having that crazy dive that it had, people jumped out and a lot of them have still not gotten back into the market I don't know why the market is really high. <laughs> you know, you're you're buying in at a super high point now if you do buy in. Yeah, so, I mean, like you said, it could be um, gun shy. I mean, it could be yeah, a million things. It can. You know, yeah, but. there's a lot of things. So, you know, people also different things. People don't like Trump. People don't like whatever. And so there's some different you things. You get biases. That, yeah. yeah, you get biases about that. And so there's a lot of reasons that people can have for keeping their money in these safe accounts, making right. nothing. But it just... You've never seen somebody, I haven't anyway, that became a millionaire because they invested in CDs. You know, <laughs> Actually, I think there was a quote from happens. somebody that was said that. It was pretty <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah. He was like, show so, me a millionaire uh, that's used savings accounts to get there. And he's like, exactly, <laughs> I rest my case. It doesn't uh, happen. It so. doesn't happen. Okay, so we've identified lazy money. We've kind of identified some reasons why. So let's talk answers because this is the Financial Answer Podcast. How do you help people who have too much of that lazy money find ways to better utilize it? 
Well, ultimately, it comes to risk. Okay. You know, they're trying to avoid the market because of the risk that's there. So okay. I think advisors a lot of times have the risk conversation, but it's just so quick. You know, it's, well, let's do a conservative allocation. Then, well, what does even, what does that mean right, even right. to somebody? So taking the time with a client to explain standard deviation and make sure that they understand that this is an actual scientific measurement of volatility and showing that as a comparison to a CD, which has its own standard deviation right. and bonds and things like that. So you can see the fluctuation of the portfolio that you're recommending versus the volatility of a CD okay. or a bond or something. So that makes a big difference and helps people just see that, you know, with clarity. Yeah, and, okay, and understand. okay, I got you. Okay. So is their own personal timeline? Is that what you kind of also have to illustrate Oh, tremendously, to Like yeah. when it, do you it, need this money, this lazy money to do something or <laughs> yeah, to be effective, right? That's exactly right. I had a client that's getting, or a potential client that's getting ready to retire yesterday in the office and we were having this exact conversation. I was like, wait, they want to retire yesterday? But I got you now. <laughs> uh, no, they were in the office yesterday, <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> so they came in and I was showing them some things and they said, well, you know, I don't know why anybody would do an aggressive allocation when they're in retirement. And, you know, the thing is, is I do have some clients that are in an aggressive portfolio in right. retirement because they're not planning on ever touching the money. They're going to leave it to their kids and grandkids. And so they want it to grow as much as possible. Between right. So now their and timeline so is different it's than really this long. gentleman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It's really long. So you've got to invest based on that time horizon. Everyone's different. So that's why you use an advisor to help you figure that out. Well, I think that's kind of the big point of having that lazy money. So when it comes down to it, look, it, again, there may be that mental factor where you want to see a certain dollar amount in your savings accounts or whatever yeah. that makes you feel good. And to a degree, that's understandable. And it's your money. You got to be happy with that. But you've got to draw a line in the sand somewhere and work <laughs> with that right. advisor to say, OK, yeah. how much is too much? And now help me find a better way to put this to work. Give a almost a mission statement to your dollars. Yeah. And one thing that I've found that really helps people people stay disciplined, I would say, through okay. volatile times is, you know, when we're doing a plan for somebody, right. we may see that they need, you know, 50000 a year to cover their needs. They're basic things in retirement that they want to be able to do. You know, food, shelter, and clothing, of course, but maybe some other things right. on that as well. So they need $50,000 for that. Well, we may set aside two years worth of money in these lazy type accounts. Okay, okay so right. that money is not fluctuating. It's there, it's available, it's FDIC insured. It's gonna be there, okay? Right. So when the market has the volatility, then they're not panicking over that. So, and that can fit and it works for some clients. It's not the best because you are giving up returns, but it is maybe the best for behavior, you know, managing their behaviors. So, right. Well, that's a big um, And that's of a big it. part of yeah. it. Yeah. It's a huge part of what I do for my clients. So. Well, like anything, you know, it's the three different buckets, if you will. You got the safety, the growth, the liquidity. Lazy money, it's safe. And it's liquid, but it's not going to grow. You <laughs> know, right. it's just going to go backwards. So you have to have those conversations about what's important to you. And well, that was our big topic here on the Financial Answer podcast this week with Nathan. As I mentioned before, make sure you check us out online at thefinancialanswer.com. You can listen to past episodes. And while you're there, you'll see right on the right-hand side of the page that if you'd like to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit, you just click that link and follow along and fill out the information. And Nathan and his lovely wife, Tanya, will get one out to you. You can also schedule a time to talk with Nathan right there on the website. You can just click on the calendar, and it finds a spot in his calendar that works for him. And you can get yourself scheduled in for 
a different uh, consultation, maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour, whatever that looks like. Either way, it can all be found at thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. And this is the Financial Answer Podcast. And Nathan, we're going to take a quick question and we'll be right back. You've got mail. All right, got an email from Kathy. And of course, again, if you want to submit your own emails, you can do that on the website as well, thefinancialanswer.com. But Kathy says, Nathan, uh, I need to ask you about a good idea or not. Taking out a 401k loan to pay off a debt. What do you think? Oh, okay. Yeah, Kathy, that's a really good question. I get that a lot. And I would say no, It's in most situations, it's not. Okay, because... People look at that and they say, well, I'm not having to borrow that money, okay? But you are. You're borrowing it from your future, from your retirement future, and it really hurts. And so if you... You know, if you just take even forty thousand dollars out, which is what I see a lot of times, it's smaller distributions like that to buy a boat or a car or or whatever. You right. know, it's something along those lines. And even forty thousand dollars, if you just had left that invested and it made seven percent over ten years, it's eighty thousand. Okay, oh, so. Yeah. You know, that was an expensive car or an expensive boat that you just that you just bought there. So it's something it's a that pricey. people, yeah. yeah, people don't think about it in the time value of money. They think about today, and that's a mistake, I think. So really, really take some time, look at those numbers, and if you need it and you've got to get it, then it's an okay avenue for that. But okay. Do anything else if, if possible. There's some, if there's to, some other options. Yeah, yeah, if there's something else, then do that instead because it won't be as expensive as that was. <laughs> well, and as you mentioned, you know, the time value, what was it? Was it Einstein that said the compounding interest is the eighth, yeah, the wonder, eighth of the wonder of the world? Yeah, the eighth wonder of the world. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those who yeah. get it, you know, get it. Those who don't pay. <laughs> so That's true. <laughs> so there you go. Well, that's our show this week. This is the Financial Answer Podcast. Kathy, thanks for the question, folks. Thanks for listening. We always appreciate it. And again, make sure you share this on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google. Google Play, all those different things. Just subscribe while you're there as well, and we'll come back at you each week with some new content here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien & Associates. Nate, buddy, thanks for being here. Yes, sir. Thank you. And everybody, take a second and check out your lazy money. That's true. Yes. Make sure that uh, you get that teenager up and working. That's right. <laughs> they got to do something. Uh, uh, What's it? Couch potato money. There we go. We want to do too much of the couch potato money. Well, this is That's The true. Financial Answer Podcast, folks. We'll talk to you next time. Again, check us out online at thefinancialanswer.com. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.